Welcome to Ghost Gaze, a hauntingly gay podcast. Welcome to Ghost Gaze. I'm Carson. I'm Colleen. And today we're going to talk about the Cecil Hotel, right? Yes, not the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not the Cecil. Not the Cecil, the Cecil. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very old hotel uh, in L.A. It opened on December 20th, 1924. Um, and unfortunately, when the place opened... They had hoped that it was going to be like a uh, kind of a luxurious, like high-rise, um, LA hotel, right? They had yeah. marble floors. They had these huge statues. They put in these like custom-made glass stained glass windows. It was a beautiful hotel when they first were building it. And then the Great Depression hit, and they like it really went downhill. They used the building as like a low budget like affordable housing for a long time uh Mm -hmm. i think i read somewhere that it was um floors four through six were like long-term residents and uh Mm -hmm. they used to say that you couldn't go above above floor six because that's where all of the crime and murders and shady shit happened yeah, it honestly sounded like just pure chaos. And I was like, yeah. wow, really? You just so, allowed that? Fun fact about this hotel that we're talking about. Um, American Horror Story, the hotel season, is mm-hmm. actually, they, they were inspired by the hotel that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. That was on one of my on one of my uh, fun facts for today. Your fun facts? Oh, I'm sorry. I stole yeah. it. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think it's pretty well known. Yeah, I think so, too. I did not finish that season. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm not no. gonna lie. I really, I don't think I finished a single one of the seasons except for Coven. I watched yeah. um, the election season. That was so bad. I think it was just like everybody thought it was so bad because it was so relatable at the time. Yeah, and it was in really uh, poor taste. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess I I finished Murder House when, like, season one came out. Yeah, that one was pretty dope. I like that one. Um, season two, they're like, let's see how crazy we can go. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, Adam Levine. All right. Okay. So we're talking about this hotel, right? Yeah. <laughs> so officially, as of today... The hotel itself is not even called the uh, Cecil Hotel anymore. It's called nope. uh, the Stay on Main Hotel. And it was recently reopened like a week ago, actually, as, again, there's an affordable housing complex, which I think is kind of cool. But like, that is kind of cool. Sorry, my yeah. husband is just dancing. <laughs> what a goofball. I know. Sorry, everyone. My husband is here recording with us today and he was just dancing and it was making me giggle <laughs> sorry anyway anyways all right so let's really dive into it shall we what um do you have any more like fun facts about the hotel at all oh yeah one of my fun facts that i did think was really interesting was that um visitors increased after eliza lamb's death 
Oh, yeah, I did know that. Everybody wanted to uh, yeah. see what could have dro- driven her so crazy. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh, I found it, by the way. The uh, the bottom two floors of the hotel were for long-term residents. The stay on Main slash youth hostel was on floors four through six, and floors seven and above were the hotel rooms. It said that um, there's even a separate entrance and lobby for residents of the hostel. Yeah. We should live there. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Good night. Might be murdered. <laughs> you want to go get a room there? Sure. <laughs> I mean, like, if if we ever stay at the Lizzie Borden house, like, I'm sleeping in the same bed as you because I am not sleeping alone in a room. <laughs> Good luck sharing a bed with me. Those beds were tiny back in the day. I will cuddle. I think it's just kind of interesting to think about, like, this specific place since 1924 has received, I mean, an unimaginable amount of crime on its property. I mean, I think they used it was, to have... Oh, you go. Oh, I was going to say, I think the first documented suicide was in 1927. Yeah. Let me see. Yep, it was January 22nd, 1927. It was not uh, that long Percy, after they opened. Yeah. Percy Orman Cook shot himself after falling out with his wife and children, wife and child. Sad. Yeah. I think the most like notorious one that I have ever heard about regarding this hotel, um, that wasn't Eliza Lamb, was uh, there was a woman I can't remember her name. Um, was it Grace Margo? Margio? Um. She fell out of a window and got tangled in the telephone wire. And she was just, like, hanging there, tangled up in these telephone wires. Jeez. She fell out of a... Do you know what story window she fell out of? Ninth. She fell out of the ninth floor. And how many floors does it have? Oh, let's see. Fourteen. There's fourteen floors. We should go there and play the elevator game. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You didn't even like doing it when we were at the other hotel. <laughs> that was frightening. You oh, want to go and do I changed... it in the elevator where Eliza Lamb did it? Yes. Oh, my God. Did you see I, I changed our name on Twitter? I did not. What's our name on Twitter? Well, it used to be Ghost Gaze Podcast and Lizzo Lovers. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and then I changed it to Ghost Case Podcast and Christina Ricci Lovers. Incredible. I do love Christina Ricci. I do, She's too. She's a new TV show. Uh-huh. Um, oh, my God. Maybe we should watch Casper as one of our movies. Aww. Oh, wow. I really over-exaggerated before. I was like, yeah, they said 800 deaths. It's 80. The number is 80. <laughs> 80. 80. That's still a lot. Like, imagine you're only living... For, at a place for like 10 15 years right a long time mm-hmm. and you see 80 murders like that's that's a lot that's a lot of murders do the do the people who work there get murdered also i'm or is it just the sure. residents because i i would work there if like the staff was fine 
I don't think it's like a haunted house type of situation where like you're not allowed to touch the staff and they're not allowed to touch you type of thing. This, but the staff is important and the ghosts like the staff. Well, here's I'll leave the a thing. drink out for a ghost. Here's the thing is like I do believe that the hotel itself is haunted by all of the ghosts of the victims that have been there. But I don't think it's ghosts that are like murdering people. I think that there's some sort of dark energy like centered in the root of that building that is yeah. making that's literally driving people insane. Same you know? Yeah. Like and it's interesting to think that all of the crime and stuff like that has happened on floors seven and above because they always said that like if you go above floor anything above floor six was super dangerous. So yeah. like what specifically about floors seven through 14 is so dark that it would make people act like that, you know? Is there like a recurring theme about the Cecil Hotel and like the way the deaths represent themselves? Like, or is it like just sporadic different type of deaths and suicides? Or is it supposedly like haunted by a, a certain someone or something? So what a lot of people believe is that, um, because the very first death that happened in that building was a man that committed suicide. That yes, what could that, have happened. That, Percy. Yes. So what could have happened is that maybe the tormenting spirit that he left behind or energy that he left behind drove the next person or like killed the next person or like blah, 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 whatever. And then just like the layering and layering and layering of energies on top of each other. Mm hmm. It like the only thing that the original energy of that man would have remembered at this point is the like moment of relief from taking his life. Yeah. And so now he's driving everybody to do that type of thing. Okay. Okay. Like, I get that. I see that. And then at, also, a lot of people believe that the building is just straight up a portal to hell. <laughs> <laughs> like they think that yeah, there we, is some sort of like portal in the basement of that place that is just not safe to be around i mean i get it we've talked about portals many a times mm -hmm. yep i believe it i mean it's the whole thing it gives me chills just thinking about it you know yeah it's creepy it's super creepy we should go there. I mean, I would love to, but I think I would be scarred for life. Oh, I, I would never go in. Um, also, um, not so much of a fun fact, but a fact about the first suicide that was at the hotel was that it wasn't just... Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. This is a different suicide. My bad. Oh. In 1931, okay. um, W.K. Norton overdosed on poison capsules in his room at the hotel. Ooh. And his death was the earliest reported suicide that was ever printed in the press. Damn. Something yeah. malevolent is just chilling there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, you asked if there was, like, a trend. And, it, I mean, there is a kind of specific trend. Like, it's a lot of people, some of the deaths, they're like, oh, they just fell out the window. And I'm like, on the well, 11th floor, they? really? Like... And, if, you know, it's entirely possible that 
um, people just went there to kill themselves because it was in such a shady area. They knew that it was going to take mm-hmm. a while for them to be found. And so then yeah. it was just like the trend of it being a shitty hotel at that point. But I truly yeah. believe that there's something like malevolent there that either draws people to that space specifically or drives them to the point of no return once they're there. Right. It's a lot to think about. Um, and they've done, you know, well, American Horror Story did a season based off of this hotel. Did they use any, like, actual information or did they just kind of make it up? I think they just kind of made it up as they went along. They just kind of, like, got inspired by the idea of it being, like, a haunted hotel, like, horror show situation. Because, you know, Ryan Murphy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah. Yes, Ryan Murphy. But, I mean, so many fucked up things happened at this hotel, right? Like, Mm -hmm. do you know about Pigeon Goldie? No. So, um... Paging Goldie uh, was found, she was found raped and stabbed in her hotel room and just like Jesus. brutally murdered. And Ooh. they they never found her killer. No? Nope. Her case remains yeah. unsolved to this day. How sad is that? Like, yeah. yeah. When was this? So the Goldie death. Let me see. So sorry. I have so many of these written down. You're okay, okay. Go skate. So it was in 1964. Well, we were kind of bad at things in the 60s, so. She was 65 years old. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, there's also... She was... She was, like, attacked, you said? So, they're not really quite sure what exactly happened. Um, They said um, that a hotel worker found her dead in her room, and that she had been uh, assaulted, stabbed, and beaten, and that her room was completely ransacked. So, um, a lot of people believe that... She um, was just, like, robbed. Somebody broke into her room, and, like, they didn't, I don't know if they expected her to be there or didn't expect her to be there, but they just, like, went wild. There was, like, no DNA evidence, anything? They did see, um, they saw a man named Jacques Ellinger walking around uh, a couple of hours after her murder, um, and he was uh, wearing bloodstained clothing. He was arrested and he was charged for the murder, but um, he was later cleared of the crime. And so since they couldn't get him, like they couldn't prove that it was him that did it, they never found the murderer. Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. The fuck? And I mean, I can keep going. I There's also... Um, this is the one that really kind of shakes me to my core and makes me think that there's something like truly evil there. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's uh, her name was Dorothy Jean Purcell. Uh, okay. She was 19 years old. And in September in 1944, 
she was staying at the hotel with her boyfriend and was just like sleeping in the hotel out of nowhere. She went into labor and she didn't even know that she was pregnant. Oh yeah. And so she went into labor, um, went to the bathroom, gave birth to a baby boy that she thought was stillborn and oh. was so distraught about what had just happened to her that she yeeted the baby out of the window. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. She threw the fucking baby out the window? She threw the baby out of the window oh. and it landed on the roof of the adjacent building. Bad. Yeah. Imagine being what like a this? roofer and going to... It was in 1944. Oh, okay. Um, not that it's acceptable, but that just makes kind of more sense as to why someone would just eat the baby out the window. Right. Imagine if you were oh. like doing repairs on the roof the next day at the at the building that that baby was on top of, and you were just like, do 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 do, working man, doing my job. Holy fuck, there's a dead baby. A fucking baby. <laughs> Ooh, that's not good. I just. She also, by the way, she was acquitted um under reason of insanity. So they they tried her under with the insanity plea and she got off for that murder. Mhm. Which I mean, if I was 19 in the 40s and I was sharing a hotel room with my 38 year old boyfriend in a not that yeah. great area of town, and out of nowhere I gave birth to a baby that I thought was dead, I would also be insane. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a teacher in high school who she was pretty old when I was a, uh, a sophomore and she was telling us that when she was 16, her, it was expected at that time to find like a 35 year old man to like marry and take care of her. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Oh Jesus Christ. And she was like, yeah, we got married. And, and um, he died in his eighties. And I was like, I was just like, how old is this woman? I can never figure out how old she was. Um, uh, but it was, when I hear that, I was like, oh, it's fucking crazy. But she was, she like explained, she was like, I didn't know I wasn't, that shouldn't be done. I just had to do it. Oh my God. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, okay. She was a crazy person though, too. She also talked to fairies in the classroom. My God. It's me as a teacher. It was a wild experience, let me tell you. Oh, oh, so do you want to hear about some of the creepier guests that have stayed at this hotel? No. Oh, okay. Then we won't talk about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, what would happen if I just said no? I'm just like, no. <laughs> no, we won't talk about that then. That's <laughs> Oh, okay. No. Sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> um. Yes, I. Do. So anyway, are you ready now? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Always ready. I adore you. Oh, thank you. Ditto, my friend. From April 1984 to August of 1985, um, Richard Ramirez was a guest at the hotel. Yes. 
which I think is super creepy. In that time, he killed no fewer than 38 people. Oh, <laughs> no <laughs> like fewer? In that he was, no fewer than 80, 38 people in the year and a half that he was staying at the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> Where? Cecil Hotel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it was so funny. He even disposed of evidence, like bloody clothes and everything, in the hotel's dumpster, and they never caught – like, they didn't do anything about it. God, people are just really bad at their job. <laughs> so many people are dying here, and everyone's just like, eh, I don't know. Uh, Jack Underweger – I never know how to pronounce his last name. It's Unterweger? Unterweger? Winterweger? I don't know. He's and another he serial spelled... killer. U-N-T-E-R-W-E-G-E-R. Hunterweger. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's a wild Unterweger. name. He's Australian. Uh, um, uh, yeah. But he was an Australian serial killer. And he also had stayed at the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I'm a baby. Let's talk about a couple more and then I got a quiz for us. Okay. Before we get back into some of the other creepy kind of like deaths that have happened at the hotel, I want to also talk about how this is like widely disputed because there was no like there's no pictures of her or anything like that at the hotel. But a lot of people throughout the years have heard cases of people seeing and speaking to and interacting with the Black Dahlia at the hotel. Who? The Black Dahlia. I don't know what that is. Who that is. You don't know who the Black... Hold on. I don't think so. I have to look up what year it was, but Elizabeth Short, she was um, found, like, splayed open in a field in 1947 like completely bisected to the waist why it's one of the most like infamous unsolved cases of all time like how people are like nah we'll just stay there you know we might get murdered i don't know you know you know like like come on i'm sure that it was really cheap to stay there and it was around great depression time when all of the stuff really started to go down you know I'm sure they were like, well, if I die, I die. I'm like, oh, yep. well, okay. Going back into some of these creepy murders, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm looking at all of the facts that I've written down, and I, I'm still drawn back to the fact that, like, we have, you know, Robert Smith, who, in 1947, he jumped out of the seventh floor window at the hotel. And then, mm-hmm. in 1954, Heather, um, Helen Gunry jumped out of the window at the seventh floor. Um, Julia Francis Moore jumped out of the window at the eighth floor. You know, like this, there is a very clear pattern from all of this. Yeah, it's crazy. As much as I would love to go there, I don't think we should go there. I found my other favorite one. 
Ooh. Are you ready? Yeah. We're going to do... Uh, okay, so... October 12th, 1962, Pauline Otten and George Gianni um, were both... They both died at the hotel. Um, mm-hmm. Otten jumped from the ninth floor window after arguing with her husband, Dewey. Um... And it said that he had left the room before she jumped. She then landed on a pedestrian. Oh. Um, who was Gianni, her husband. What? <laughs> and it killed That's them both crazy. instantly. There were no witnesses. And police, it, it was so crazy that they, like, she had landed on him and they both died. That police thought that they had jumped together. Are you serious? But then, like, after they did some uh, crime scene, like, look-a-loo and, like, did their research, they realized that um, if he had jumped, he had he had his hands in his pockets when she landed on him. And so if he had yeah. jumped, his hands wouldn't have been in his pockets. And also, his shoes would have likely fallen off during the fall or upon impact. And they were still on his feet. Shit. So, like, truthfully, what kind of dark energy is there that, like, it drove this couple to a fight. They're screaming at each other. He takes a walk to cool off. Walks, like, in front of the hotel. She jumps from their ninth floor bedroom window and lands on him, nails him on the sidewalk, and kills them both instantly. That's nuts. Like, there are some dark forces surrounding this whole building. Well, this is the hotel. It's creepy. It's super creepy. It's creepy. Yes. Um, I was thinking about when Alex and I go to Chicago that maybe I'll see if there's something spoopy over there. (gasps) There surely is so many spoopy things in Chicago. Yeah. I'm not going to go to, like, the bad parts of Chicago. Well, no. (laughs) There's, like, graveyards and stuff like that you can go to. Yeah, it's like, run to my local graveyard. Okay, but, like, actually what I do here. <laughs> Next, we're going to do a quiz, because we kind of want to do another movie review or two coming up, and I thought this one might be a fun way to pick a movie or two for us to watch. <gasps> I do love these quizzes. Yes. Okay, so the first question is, how do you handle gory movies? Bring it on. I don't love it, but I don't mind it. I really don't like it, or it doesn't bother me. Uh, I'm going to say it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I've watched the Saw movies, you know? Like, it doesn't actively excite me to watch, like, torture porn and stuff like that. But, you know, the Saw movies are okay. I'll watch them. Yeah. So, which scares you the most? Uh, An evil spirit? Disease? Clowns being watched and or followed. I'm going to say being watched and or followed because you never know Um, what you are being stalked by. Yeah, I like that one, but I think I'm going to say an evil spirit because that one, that one's harder to get rid of sometimes. And like you have to do certain things. But if you're, what if you're being watched by an evil spirit? Oh. Mm. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. I made myself question. laugh with that one. <laughs> that was fun. All right. Okay. Uh, choose a superpower. Choose flight, mind control, healing powers, or super speed. Ooh, I hate this question because every answer is so different. Like you, the, so many of these are so usable. You know. I know, right? Like. Like, I would love to fly. Mind control would be fun, but, you know, I would, you know, totally... Abuse it. Misuse that, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, healing powers would be super fun. Maybe super speed. I don't know. This is hard. I think I'm going to go with... Let's say... This is an Avengers-type situation. I'm going to go mind Avenger. control. You're going to do mind control? Yeah, because if it's an Avengers type situation, like I was also yeah, sounds fun. mind control. Yeah, it sounds useful. So my Slytherin side coming out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next question. Next question. How easily do you get scared? It <laughs> depends. More often than not, not at all, or too easily. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say more often than not. That's a good one. Because, because sometimes I can tell it's happening, and sometimes it really surprises me. <laughs> you know. I do know. I picked imagery for my last one. Yeah. I did too. Amazing. All right. So, ooh, looks like. The movie we are all going to watch is Us. Yes, I love that. And you got one, too. I did. I got Saw. I love that. (laughs) These are fun movies. We should totally review these. I would totally be down to doing Us. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Follow us on Instagram at Ghost Gaze Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Ghost underscore Gaze. And if you have any scary stories, send them to us, please, at ghostgazepodcast at gmail.com. We'll read them on here. All right, friends. Stay safe. Stay spooky out there. And remember, if you see a ghost, who are you going to call? The Cecil Hotel. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go in there. <laughs> The ghost game. Okay. I forgot you had a fear of mall Santas. <laughs> <laughs>